Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports to the max. Final hour of the program. Chris Tubbs for Henry Lake tonight. We'll visit with Tubbs a little bit later on in the hour. Bob Nightingale from USA Today talks MLB at about 835. Here's some of the headlines. Adam Thielen had surgery. He'll be out for the rest of the year. Dalvin Cook uh, reactivated from the COVID list, should play Sunday night in Green Bay. Uh, the Golden Gopher men's basketball game against Alcorn State canceled. They made it to town, but just too many COVID problems. Ricky Rubio tore his ACL late in the game last night. Cleveland got beat by New Orleans. Uh, Rubio closing in on a triple-double late in the game went down. And uh, today it was revealed he has another ACL tear in that same left knee. That happened when he was with the Timberwolves first time around in 2012. By the way, the Wolves are idle. They'll be at Utah Friday night, pregame 7.30, tip just after 8 o'clock. World Junior Hockey Tournament canceled up in Canada due to COVID problems. A reoccurring theme of the Wild play Saturday night at Frigid Target Field in the Winter Classic against the Blues. And uh, if you're going bundle up, temps well below zero at puck drop at 6 o'clock. Um, and, and I threw it out there earlier in the program. If you had tickets, has the weather changed your plans? Me, I, I'm sorry. I, I was born and raised here. I, I deal with the cold and have dealt with the cold my entire life. No interest whatsoever sitting out in the cold and watching a hockey game. None. Sorry. Um Free tickets, not going. Uh, Kevin Lynch joins us from Bally Sports North. Uh, Kev's lived in this neck of the woods his entire <laughs> life. Starred at Bloomington Jefferson, then the U, and now on Bally Sports North. Kev, how you been? Hey, I'm doing well, Steve. You forgot about my my uh, awesome time playing basketball at Hubert Olson Junior High in Bloomington, too. I I did some damage on the hardwood in junior high too. Oh, I bet I you filled that. it up. You, you, I bet, I bet you just dominated. <laughs> I, I know, I know how competitive you are. I, I bet in junior high, you know, what, what were you averaging? You know, thirty a game. I mean, it, it had to be ridiculous. No, you know, actually, you know, basketball was so different back in those days. I mean, sure. you're talking a long time ago. There's no three point line and. Team basketball kind of won over so you know so much, and that's that's all I was used to when I was a kid. I mean, I was a good player and I could score, but 
it was the the numbers weren't gaudy like they are now with some of these youngsters. Yeah, it, it is amazing, and uh, the, the quality of hoops. I know you get out and, and catch high school hoops as much as you can. You, you love it, and I haven't been able to get out as much as I had hoped this year. It, there, there's just so many good players. I had a chance to see Forest Lake and Moundsview, and they they got a freshman big guy up at Forest Lake. I, I'm really impressed. I, I hope you can get out and see him play. Or a sophomore big guy at Forest Lake. And and they were able to beat Moundsview. And Kyle McDonald, Bob McDonald's grandson, got his first career win that night. I was doing the game on PrepSpotlight.tv. And, and the kid's name is Waldock. So if you get a chance, Kev, squeeze it into your schedule. I, I'd like to hear what you think about him. I, I thought he was pretty good. So you, you said he's a ninth grader or a sophomore? Yeah, a sophomore. I meant to say a sophomore. He's a 10th grader. Uh, he, he's a bigger kid, uh, and he's pretty good. He, he's, how, t- he's got, how tall is he? I would say 6'7", six, 6'8". I, I know the program said something different, but you know how that goes. Um, I was pretty impressed. <laughs> yeah. I, I was uh, pretty yeah, I'll, impressed. I'll, I'll have to check him out. Plus, Steve, I know that Moundsview is a formidable squad, too. I don't know if they have a Go lot ahead. of big guys, but maybe they're a bunch of shooters. I haven't seen Moundsview play, but I know Moundsview beat Eden Prairie, which is typically Eden Prairie. Dave Flom has got a good program there, so that's saying something. And they beat somebody else, and I can't remember who the other opponent was, but I know Moundsview's pretty tough. So if Forest Lake uh, took Moundsview down, the Mustangs, uh, they must be pretty tough. Yeah, it, it was it was really a fun night because, like I say, you know Bob McDonald, legendary coach up at Chisholm, and this is his grandson. And Forest Lake was 0-3 coming into the game, and they pulled the upset at Moundsview. But I wanted to tell you about uh, the Waldock kid and get out and see him if yeah, you get a I'll, chance. I'll I'll check him out. You know, a lot of times it's it's interesting. Like you're right, I I. I you know, I work the, the state tournament, so it's always good if I can see a lot of these teams play. And, and um, you know, when I look at, like, young, big kids, like you're saying, this kid for Forest Lake, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of check out his the frame or his body, you know, like, is he really skinny? Typically, you know, when you're 15 or 16 and you're a freshman or sophomore in high school and you're 6'7 and you're really skinny and you have thin shoulders, a lot of times that means you're going to continue to grow north and keep getting taller, which is a good thing um, because of ki- kids that are really thick and big when they're those ages um, and they have broad shoulders, a lot of times they don't grow after that. You've, you know guys that were like, you know, 6'5 when they're in seventh grade and they when they graduate from high school, they're still 6'5. So yep. when you're young like that you and when you're young and you're a big kid, you want to be on the skinnier side because a lot of times that means you're going to continue to grow. That's good. Yeah, and and he he was he was a thinner kid, but I I I was pretty impressed. And uh, so so once again, just just a tip there. And, and, and they're two and five, and and they haven't been dominating. But once again, I was pretty impressed, and it was a good win. And I and I love that Moundsview gym. You know, Zig calls over the years. Yeah. It's calls court. And now Dave Leeser is, is the coach there and, and does a really good job. But, yeah, I I was pretty impressed. By the way, listed at 6'6", 10th grader, and I think that's legit. I, I think he's a legit 6'6". But, but he is thin, but 
had a really nice game inside and outside. Um, hey, Steve, let me ask you this. I, I know, do you ever make it down to, like, Lakeville to work any of your games? Like, Lakeville North is going to be a problem for everybody. They're all, And they're almost all juniors, too, and they're huge. Trevor Winter's kid is a, is a junior. He's 6'10". And they're, I mean, what Lakeville North has got, you know, John Oxton does a great job. Oh, yeah, you know, phenomenal. You know, the, you, you know he He's not one of these coaches that has all these kids moving in with open enrollment. He's not recruiting. These kids are all Lakeville kids, and they're going to be really tough this year. They're, I've already seen them a couple times, and next year they're going to be a monster with all that size. So uh, at some point try to check out Lakeville North because uh, they're going to be really good. Well, and I, there there are opportunities, but I, I live in the northern suburbs, and yeah. you know it's kind of like staying in this neck of the woods is just – it, it, it's just easier than then I'm not driving all over town. I will. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe if you're going to go, I'll, I'll buy the popcorn and, Oh, that sounds yeah. good. That's going to remind yeah. me of the great Alaska shootout in 2005 when you and I were working and eating Alaskan King crab with Mark Gerstel. Boy, that, those were the days, baby. Yeah. I, I, on the road, uh, yeah, good times for sure. Kevin Lynch joining us, Bally Sports North. Hey, Kev, I, I want to talk a little bit about the Timberwolves. Obviously, a ton of COVID problems, but but the Timberwolves have been able to play through it. And I want to go back to, you know, Monday night, all, all the big names out of the lineup, and, and they found a way to get it done. And granted, the Celtics had, had their own uh, health and safety protocols issues, but it, it was it was a fun victory, and you know, you, you got a bunch of guys getting an opportunity to play, and it just shows to me how good these guys are further down the bench in the NBA. I mean, to to be in the league, you got to be a pretty good player. I mean, to be yeah. on a roster in the NBA, these these guys are are legitimately good players. Now, are are they great players like Cat or Anthony Edwards or D'Angelo Russell? But they still have skills. Yeah, all they need is a, an opportunity. I mean, it's like Jalen Noel has shown flashes the last, especially last year, but maybe a little bit two years ago. But last year, it seems like he was he had some really good games when he got a, an opportunity. And yeah, it's got to be one of the toughest things when you're an NBA player. I mean, yeah, you make the money, the travel, the attention. It's great. At the same time, when you're not playing, it's really frustrating. So for Jalen you know, Noel to, to not barely play. And then he get all these guys, all his teammates are out. So he's, he's, uh, he's going to get a lot of minutes. And for him to go off and basically give you 30 and play the way he did against Boston is pretty impressive. That just means, you know, he's, he's pretty strong up top in his head and he doesn't get down so easily and he's got good confidence. So, and then Nathan Knight too played well. So, I mean, these guys that barely play or don't play at all, then get thrown out there and have big games. You got to respect that. And yes, they do have talent. They just need more opportunity to play. Yeah, it, it is extraordinary, and I, I, I'm a little bit surprised. But the NBA just continues to push forward. They're saying we're going to play through this, and if players go into the health and safety protocols, uh, teams are going to need to go to the G League, and they're going to need to find guys. And yeah. they found Greg Monroe has been out of the league for a couple of years, bounced around, played all around the world, comes back in the G League, signs a 10-day. I mean, the story on how he got to target center in time for the game is just terrific. And then, uh, you know, 
definitely contributed for sure. Well, you know, you and I have had a hundred conversations about the Wolves and their lack of size and how that really hurts them. And so with Towns out and then Nas Reed was out that Boston game, they got, I mean, they're, they're with a full healthy team, they're small. So without, you know, Reed and Towns, you're just, you're microscopic, downright microscopic. So you had to get somebody in there. He's a veteran guy, He's played about 10 years now and, and uh, and just watch him post up and go to that low post game. I I was I was pumped up, man, because you know this whole philosophy of just jacking up threes and playing as fast as you can. I mean, it leads to bad shots and and sloppy passes and and turnovers, which gets frustrating. So to watch Monroe go down to that low post and, and do some work down there, especially against the Celtics, that's fun for me because I, I miss that part of the game. Yeah, no no doubt. And the question is, will he stick? And once everybody yeah. comes back, how are they going to? But it, it still addresses a change of pace that you and I have talked about over and over in the lead up to the season and in this season about that they're going to need to find that because depending on matchups, you know, for some minutes they could use a guy like Monroe. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, to me, you know, all you know, this is a long conversation. I don't know if we have time to get into it, but yeah. when Gold, when Golden State started winning their championships and and playing smaller and shooting a lot of threes, you know, this the NBA is such a copycat league. Everybody, oh, everybody jumps on this three point shooting revolution and this revolution of playing smaller instead of uh, you know traditional big guys. The Golden State did it, but it worked for them because it was the first thrust of this revolution. And you have historically good shooters and Curry and Thompson leading the way. So, but Minnesota, if you ask me, Steve, the Wolves can't play. They can't build a team like that because they don't have a Thompson and a Curry on this team. So what the Wolves need to do is build a roster and emulate the Milwaukee Bucks instead of the Golden State Warriors, where you have a multi-talented big guy, just like Giannis Antetokounmpo. You have it with Carl Anthony Towns. And what is what do the Bucks do? to win that championship last summer. They went and got Brooke Lopez, a big, imposing seven-foot center, and they dominated the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. And that, I mean, that's what really won it for, for Milwaukee, the NBA championship, was what they did under the basket, the rebounding, the defense, the block shots, the points in the paint, the second-chance points. That won the championship. And that's what the Wolves need to do. They need to get a big, legit seven-footer next to Towns. And I think that's their path to becoming a really good NBA playoff team, is, is building it that way instead of trying to play so small, shooting all these. I don't mind shooting some threes, but make sure they're good shots. Make sure you have the shooters that can make that shot. And, and make sure that you're not getting completely you know, blown up on the glass and what happens under the basket. That To me, that's that's the pathway to, to big-time success for the Wolves. And then second night of a back-to-back against the Knicks, uh, season low made threes, seven, season low shooting percentage from outside the arc, exactly. just over 18%. And, and Malik Beasley took a lot of shots, led the team with 20 points, but had a lot of really good looks in the fourth, couldn't knock anything down. Well, again, it's like you you, you – you build a team that only can, it's tiny in a lot of ways, and they only shoot threes. And if you're cold, you don't have yeah. the size and the inside game to really damage yeah. another team. So, 
Um, and right now, I mean, okay, the last, last night's game against New York, that, there, you have so many players out. It's not, it's, you can't really get a, a perfect reading on this team right now just because you have important pieces that are out. But, um, but that, that, that's a good point. I mean, uh, you know, Beasley was 4 of 16, shot 25% from three, took 16 threes, but they just don't have the other offensive weapons that can carry them like a plan B when your threes aren't falling, you can go to yeah. something else. Well, well, there's so many guys missing right now that that uh, they're pretty much they're going to have to make threes to, to beat teams until the rest of the, the crew comes back. Yeah, and big picture, Kev, are you surprised that the NBA didn't pause like the NHL? Because there, there have been postponements, I'm not saying that. But in general, they, they continue to f- go forward and, you know, Timberwolves head for Utah and have a tough assignment on Friday night with the Jazz. Our coverage begins at 7:30 here on the home of the Timberwolves. When you know it, it's you know when you get guys back, you get guys back, and you know we're going to play, and that's it. And that that seems to be the attitude. Well, well, uh, I don't know. To answer that question, is it's like well, you're you're talking about so much money that I mean. To, to not play the games, there's a lot of money being lost in a lot of different areas, and yeah. and they're going to do everything they can to get these games in all 82 for everybody. If it if it gets really bad with COVID, okay, you're going to shut it down for a while. But um, I, it doesn't bother me. Hey, I still got a job. I'm working games, and yeah, so sure. I'm a part of that that uh, that conversation as well. But no, I'm not really entirely surprised that they haven't uh, that they just kept charging through and. Hopefully that's the case, and hopefully as, when the springtime comes and the weather starts to get a little bit nicer around here, then the, the cases will start to go go down around the country. So, But, no, I'm not surprised. There's too much money at stake. Yeah, for, for sure. And, and still going forward as we move into the new year, there is an opportunity for this team, if they're able to get healthy and if they're able to, to stay healthy as a group, that, then maybe the front office can, can – Find a big guy to add, even if it's not Greg Monroe, it's it's someone else to to add a little bit of size. But you know the the, the trade deadline could be big for the Timberwolves. Yeah. Are they going to you know spend some draft capital and bring in some help? Well, you kind of wonder too that that uh, you know they haven't really made any moves outside of bringing in Monroe. Just because the Ben Simmons issue, I don't know if you know it's kind of quieted down here once the season is, you know, we're a couple months into the season now. So I don't know if that's a reason why the Wolves have been as quiet as they've been because they still want to get in that conversation with Simmons. But um, at some point, this is going to have to be addressed. I'm hoping the trade deadline is, is in February. So, like you said, so you know, if something doesn't happen in February or before that with Ben Simmons then this will have to be addressed at, at some point as far as getting another big body or getting a couple more big bodies on this team. But, yeah, I mean, if they hopefully at, in February something gets done here in about a month and a half. And if so, I think the Wolves are going to put themselves in position to maybe, maybe make the playoffs. And if they do, maybe do some damage. All right, Kev, always good to visit with you. A happy new year. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Have a good night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 